These are poems read by the author, by poems of David Smith, New York City, from his Wix blog, uh, David Smith 208. But these are from January 2019. So you, they can be read online. Uh, especially if you want to see the pictures, the photographs. January 13th. This one's called Kerosene Lamp. I don't know where I got the idea for kerosene, but poem celibacy and eating light is like having a kerosene lamp. You run a string from your bottom to the top and become lit up. Oh, oh, that's why it's like a kerosene lamp, I guess. I didn't understand why it's like a kerosene lamp. <laughs> yeah, you didn't understand your own poem until you read it, no. Celibacy and eating light is like having a kerosene lamp. You run a string from your bottom to the top and become lit up. I've said before, you can become like a dead tree stump and not move. But why not just a lantern? You can have devotion as your main emotion and derive a lot of pleasure. So you're doing this stuff for pleasure. The pleasure of contemplation. Are, do you get pleasure from devotion? Is that your main emotion? Yeah, they, uh, these quali guys with their quali singing and all this stuff. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of pleasure in devotion. You can have devotion as your main emotion and derive a lot of pleasure. Sex is great. <laughs> yeah, you like sex. You think it's great. Yeah, sex is great. But it does not last for an eternity and messes up your connection. Huh. Oh. Yeah, you, you like sex, but then if you have it, it messes up your connection. Yeah, so, huh, it is like old man, it is like old man religion, oh, it is like old man religion, and women lose all their leverage, lost all, it is like old man religion, and women lost all their leverage, huh. You can still admire them, but at a distance of 10,000 miles. Uh -huh. Oh no. So now you're admiring women from a distance of 10,000 miles. Uh -huh. You can replace your ordinary thoughts with the truth by going out of the body. Uh -huh. Well, with truth. Oh, you can replace your ordinary thoughts with truth by going out of the body. You can say your Simran words until you are completely dead and go straight up to heaven. You could actually become a man instead of a half-dead crocodile. <laughs> yeah, are you like... Uh 
When you're not meditating, are, do you feel like a half-dead crocodile? <laughs> God, it's bad enough to feel, be a crocodile, but to instead to be like a half-dead crocodile. Yeah, that's what you are as a ordinary man who has not gone out of the body. So, oh wow, so you're like, yeah, I guess people could relate to feeling like a half-dead crocodile. <laughs> this could be done by practicing for a while. Oh, so he's, you're just promoting here a spiritual practice, meditation practice. So this is, sort of, these are poems about... Uh, Devoting your time to meditation practice. Yeah, that's what it is. That they're, uh, that's what they're about. Oh, in case you're wondering. Oh. Hmm. Oh, okay. It wasn't clear to me. All right. This one's January thirteenth from the blog of David Smith two o eight. So it'd be like David Smith two o eight dot wixsite dot com. Uh, yeah, and I don't know when it's gonna be. I think uh, I could make it more Google uh, searchable by making more links and stuff. Yeah, why don't you even link it to Twitter or something like? Uh, yeah, why isn't it linked? To, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. I'm trying to get a distance of 10,000 miles from the women that read the blog. Okay. This is called Kerosene. I read it again, Kerosene Lamp. It's kind of interesting poem. Huh? Kerosene Lamp poem. Celibacy and eating light is like having a kerosene lamp. You run a string from your bottom to the top and become lit up. I've said before, you can become like a dead tree stump and not move. Why not just a lantern? You can have devotion as your main emotion and derive a lot of pleasure. Hmm. Oh, so you're saying you can get um, more pleasure from meditation than sex. Yeah. Sex is great, but it does not last for an eternity. Yeah, it, it'd be all right if it lasted for a, an eternity. Yeah, can you make sex last? Uh, yeah, if it, if it lasts for like six hours or something, or maybe if it lasted a week or a year or something. Uh, sex is great, but it does not last for an eternity and messes up your co connection. I was going to say concentration, which is true. Messes up your connection. It is... It is like old man religion. What is old man religion? God. It is like old man religion and women lose all their leverage. Oh, so you're saying what you cut out uh, the women. Uh, you're practicing old man religion? Is that like... Well, I don't know what you're saying here. You can still admire them at a distance of 10,000 miles. Yeah, you could. Yeah, that's why they have the internet. Uh, 
so the women can post themselves on Instagram and then the men can admire them and not actually be in touch with them. Yeah, so... You can replace your ordinary thoughts with the truth by going out of the body. You can say your Simran words until you are completely dead and go straight up to heaven. You can actually become a man instead of a half-dead crocodile. This can be done by practicing for a while. DS Palm, January 13, 2019. No, no picture. It has a hashtag of misspelled celibacy and hashtag poem, hashtag tantric sex, hashtag spiritual practice. Hmm. So maybe tantric sex is great and regular sex is not. Okay. That's probably true. Kerosene poem is called that is if you want to keep your kerosene lamp lit. Uh, I thought you were into mathematics and mysticism and music. <laughs> yeah, if you were Pythagorean, follow Pythagoras. So. Yeah, didn't you start that way back in like music school and you studied music theory and you got a degree in music theory? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I have a degree in music theory specializing in my thesis on uh, the theory of the music of the spheres. Uh -huh. Yeah, so that's what my specialty is, the path of the music of the spheres and the, the um, theory of ethos and the theory of numbers. Those are the three things. Uh, as Pythagoras is a mathematician. <laughs> also, you you examine ethical theory as well, which is the actions you take to be able to listen to the music of the spheres. Yeah, that's the basis of ethical living, which is the basis for listening to the music of the spheres. Yeah, or practicing ba-ba-nam, Nada yoga or shab yoga or oh yeah and then what about the math part I mean I've heard of the Pythagorean theorem <laughs> well this is poem is about combinatorics which is a form it's a, a type of mathematics combinatorics poem January 12th poem if you combine fasting with chastity exercise with scripture then add Simran which you got from a Sadguru that's like a true teacher true guru guru true one then you get rectitude and open up the path to heaven provided you are regular oh yeah you put a lot of stuff together in a sentence <laughs> Combinatorically, that is. If you combine, if you combine fasting with chastity, okay, that's a combination. Exercise with scripture, then add Simran, which you got from a Satguru. Oh, that's who you get initiated in. 
get five charged words from a guru. Then you get rectitude and open up the path to heaven. Provided you are regular. Huh. So that's, you put it all in one sentence. Huh? Combinatorically. Huh? The transcendental sublime is something you do exactly on time. When you climb a high peak, you start very early in the morning and come down in the afternoon. Yeah. So, like, if people want to go mountain climbing with me, I insist upon starting very early in the morning. And if they say they're going to go up, like, at 8 or something, I say, no. We will go up at 6 a.m. I'm not going. (laughs) When you climb a high peak, you start very early in the morning and come down in the afternoon. If you combine fasting with chastity, exercise with scripture, then add Simran, which you got from a Satguru, then you get rectitude and open up the path to heaven, provided you are regular. The transcendental sublime is something you do exactly on time. When you climb a high peak, you start very early in the morning and come down in the afternoon. Fasting or eating little slows down the creation of distracting thoughts and clears the head. You can still have a cup of coffee as long as it is black. Oh, wow. Yeah, did you get, like, when you added milk or something, uh, or even almond milk or anything to your coffee. Did it cloud your head a bit into meditation? <laughs> yeah, so I try, I got distracting thoughts sometimes, so I had black coffee or Negro cafe. Yeah. Chastity now seems an old-fashioned word, but in modern times just means tantric sex. Oh, so this this podcast is a a lot about tantric sex, I guess. That's very popular. Yeah, is that popular or is it understood? I don't know. I don't know if people know. They'll say, what is tantra? What's tantra? Yeah, I went out with this girl and I said, said, tantra. She said, what's what's tantra? So, you go out and you say tantra, they don't know what tantra is. Chastity now seems an old-fashioned word, but in modern times just means tantric sex. The sex energy is needed to power meditation, not for procreation. Wow. Yeah, it's not for procreation. (laughs) The sustainable number of persons to live on the earth is thought to be only half a billion. So the current number (coughs) is overextended. Oh, so we we went over the the, uh, current number, the number were over allocated combinatorically uh, within within the earth, yeah. So the sex is energy is needed for power meditation, not for procreation. Uh, 
the sustainable number of persons to live on the earth is thought to be only half a billion. Yeah, what, does that make sense? Uh, we're not sustainable at the moment until you get down to half a billion. So we're overextended. Exercise just secures a healthy platform in which to commence operations. Uh -huh. Hmm. So you just exercise to secure a healthy platform in which to commence meditation operations. Exercise just secures a healthy platform in which to commence operations. The ultimate exercise is to leave the body. It should be included in the Olympics. Yeah, somehow this ultimate form of exercise is not even in the Olympics. Huh? Why don't they put it in? Huh? They could have people like meditating and then they, and they could figure out uh, the brain, uh, brain scanner could figure out what sort of state their brain goes in when they leave the body and then they could uh, maybe uh, sit in the, have the meditation in, a, in the Olympics and then uh, they could have an event I think well is that gonna can they only do that when they get down to half a billion uh -huh. The repetition of scripture establishes right understanding in the sense described by Buddha. Yeah. Where did you see a statue of Buddha? Oh, yeah. I saw a Buddha outside somebody I know's house. So I won't say who because they could be... be uh, denigrated by Christians, so I don't want to. Christians can be mean to Buddhists at times. Uh -huh. The repetition of scripture establishes right understanding in the sense described by Buddha. Then with heavy repetition, as in meditation practice, the mystical experiences can be had that further strengthen all the steps above because everything is circular. Uh -huh. Oh, I see. So you've combined these things together in, in a process of cabinetorics. At DS Palm January 12th with hashtag fasting, hashtag tantra, hashtag exercise, hashtag Scripture, Simran, mountain climbing, climbing, sustainable, Olympics, poem, and poetry. All of this has been by form a uh, exercise in combinatorics. Uh, How do you reverse engineer your brain? Huh? Huh? What's that mean? Huh? Is that like your reversal of directions? Or what are you reversing? And where is your brain? Do you have a brain? This is January 11th. Reverse engineer your brain.
let's see what the poem, I don't understand what he means until I read the poem. Poem, I don't understand. Okay, we'll take that as the whole poem. Okay, that's the poem. End of poem, I don't understand. Okay, is the poem, is it over or no? I don't understand why there has to be a heavy fog between earth and heaven. Hmm. So there is a fog. Yeah, that's like, uh, there's all these planes of creation and, uh, all this racket going on and thoughts and, uh, and, uh, yeah, there's a heavy fog. It's a veil covering man. Man's uh, third eye or something. I don't understand. I don't understand. Then if you don't understand, why are you writing poetry? Okay. I don't... Well, I, well this is what I'm trying to fig, work it out, figure it out. So I'm trying to reverse engineer my brain. Uh, I don't understand why there has to be a heavy fog between earth and heaven, question mark. Yeah, I'm raising questions here. Why can't the soul just be unveiled? Uh, yeah, why doesn't unveiled? Huh? Another question, this is, a, this is a lot of questions. Why can't the soul just be unveiled? It is like, just because of sensual pleasure, I can't use my brain. Yeah, your brain hasn't, doesn't work well. You need to re-engineer it. It is like, just because of sensual pleasure, I can't use my brain. Maybe I should always use a question mark. Yeah, I could put maybe put question marks in my... Uh, in my poetry and just say uh, I don't understand anything so I'm putting always using a question mark it is like you have to meditate instead of sleep to become a real person man was born unfinished and half in a dream huh. God yeah this is like an unfinished condition or something and you're half dreaming all the time you spend all this time sleeping and don't understand anything, hardly at all. It's like your mind is in a fog. Yeah, how are you going to unveil your soul anyways? Why don't you find a master and take instructions and maybe take up meditation? <laughs> Man has been born unfinished and half in a dream. He has to use mantras to be reborn or born again and move his spirit up his spine and refurbish his mind. Uh, huh. Man was born without a manual. So he has to reverse engineer his brain. <laughs> that it has hashtag read the manual and hashtag reverse engineer. Yeah, but where is the manual you're talking about? Huh? Well, I was saying before, like, somewhere that uh, the manual is, like, 
Persian mystical poetry. <laughs> oh, it's, so it's mystical poetry, and you're saying poetry is the manual. <laughs> it is? I thought it might be like the teachings of the masters. Which masters? Well, yeah. You have to go find the masters. So you, so you have to figure out all the different possible masters on earth and uh, figure out uh, how to use your brain to figure that out. Yeah. So your brain has to do this? Uh -huh. Provided you're not in a fog. Uh -huh. So the poem is, again, is, I don't understand why there has to be a heavy fog between earth and heaven. Why can't the soul just be unveiled? It is like, just because of sensual pleasure, I can't use my brain. Maybe I should always use a question mark. It is like you have to meditate instead of sleep to become a real person. Man was born unfinished and half in a dream. He has to use mantras to be reborn or born again and move his spirit up his spine and refurbish his mind. Man was born without a manual, so he has to reverse engineer his brain. Yeah, it's easy for you to say, just go with the flow, but what about other people? What if it, the flow, it's not flowing in their direction? <laughs> yeah, you can't just say, go with the flow and expect that to work. Well, but, so they say, they'll say, just go with it, but, uh, but go, how do you know what it is? <laughs> Home. If it is working, you should go with it. Don't rest on your laurels. <laughs> when will another opportunity come? Many people need your support. Besides, it is good for your body. You could just do it and receive an ignition. Yeah, these people, they have t-shirts. They say, just do it, you know. Just do it. Huh? Yeah. A lot of people believe that. They should just do it. Or go with it. So why don't you go with it? You can sit in position and see what happens. Also, uh -huh. oh, he's saying just sit in meditation and see what happens. You don't need an explanation. It is religion. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Just go with it. Uh -huh. Yeah, but which religion and stuff? How am I supposed to go with what? Uh -huh. I don't know. The poem is very short. They don't always answer all your questions. No. January 10th, just go with it, poem. If it is working, you should go with it. Don't rest on your laurels. Uh -huh. 
When will another opportunity come? Many people need your support. Besides, it is good for your body. It could ju- you could just do it and re- receive ignition. You could receive ignition. <laughs> you can sit in position and see what happens. <laughs> you don't need an explanation. It is religion. So this stuff is religion, huh? You're like saying just sitting in position is religion. Or whatever happens, you should just go with it. This may be confusing and may... This this is confusing because you may have created a fog in your collection of poems because... I think this next poem has got the same title as another poem that you wrote. So that's confusing. Well, don't worry about it, okay? Just go with it, okay? This one is called My Minimalistic Apartment. My Minimalist Apartment. So the title, like I said, was maybe used uh, before, but which I'm not sure what happened, but just go with it. Okay, poem. I imagine an experiment in minimalism using quantum physics. I get a room and put inside just a bed and a piano. I could just meditate, read books, and play the piano. (laughs) Despite its simplicity, it should just be aesthetic. Hmm. So have you done that? Uh, Yeah, actually, I have a room now. And it has a bed. And a piano. And I meditate in the room and read books. Oh, so this experiment is underway, uh, I imagine an experiment in minimalism using quantum physics. I get a room and put inside just a bed and a piano. I could just meditate, read books, and play the piano. Despite its simplicity, it should just be aesthetic. The window should face the east to catch the sunrise. Because I get up very early and need to set my clock, which is my body. Actually, my window does face the east where I meditate and uh, catch the sunrise. And I get up very early. So that is underway also. Because the room cuarto is called in Spanish, faces the east. I don't like uh, my room to be on the west. Uh, So as I say, instead of go west, young man, I say go east, young man. Uh, Go east or get up in the east. Uh, Yeah. In most churches, uh, we're set to face the east. So like if you get lost in... uh, in that book about dead reckoning, uh, or the art of finding your way, it says if you find a church, uh, 
Because the assume the church is facing the east. The window should face the east to catch the sunrise because I get up very early and need to set my clock, which is my body. I imagine an experiment in minimalism using quantum physics. I get a room and put inside just a bed and a piano. I could just meditate, read books, and play the piano. Despite its simplicity, it should just be aesthetic. The window should face the east to catch the sunrise because I get up very early and need to set my clock, which is my body. Yeah, and I don't, I actually do not have a dresser because the clothes are in one closet, just one. And I have actually a side table to the bed, which has two drawers, which I hardly even need, (laughs) but I have two drawers and I have one closet. That's it? Yeah. Only one closet is all you have? Yeah, one closet. And uh, I have the Zabaton for meditation and the electric piano and the side table and the little lamp and the little fan and uh, a bed. That's all you have? Yeah, I said it's a min- experiment in minimalism. Okay. My time is readjusted dynamically with weather and the season. Oh, is that why you, like, jump around between tennis and swimming in the pool, like when it's too hot? Uh, too hot to play tennis, you go to the pool. Yeah. My time is readjusted dynamically with the weather and the season. Oh, hi. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, I gotta finish that. It's very delicious. Muy rico. Si. I have been talking instead of... No, I'll finish it later. I have hot food, so I gotta finish this reading. I have hot, fresh hot food in the morning from my vegan cook. Oh, you have a luxury. You have a vegan cook. Where she's not in the cuarto, she's in the kitchen, obviously. Okay. Despite its simplicity, it should be aesthetic. The window should face these. The my time is adjusted. Strictly speaking, I would have no music, music score, so have to compose music. But I could get scores and books from the library. Actually, I have music scores in the piano bench. Actually, the dress dresser, which I don't use, has one drawer with music scores, so I lied, basically, and have one other drawer. You lied in this podcast. Yeah, I have one other drawer with music scores. (laughs) Clutter could be allowed if I don't own it, and it is temporary and on loan, like everything else actually is. There would be a bathtub, a shower, and a potty. You could have a zapaton for meditation. You could have a large wrap around wool shawl for meditation like an Indian. That's more for winter, though. I assume the room is probably cold. You could have a yoga mat and a knee pad that you keep in the library. You could have a guest zapaton. 
in the lobby for visitors. Now it is beginning to sound like a yoga studio where you check your shoes and iPhone in the lobby. Designing a kitchen that is insanely simple is another matter. You should be able to make Sanka cream tea, so you need water and electricity. Your home could be constructed philosophically by starting empty and utilizing principles. It could be done consciously and be simple. You have special beds. They have special beds in Japan. They have one sway consultants, but you could just be in touch with your own chi. You could take the time to silence your mind. You could stare at your third eye instead of your phone. You could have an old-fashioned journal with a pencil. You could listen to music, which is eternal. You could have a picture of your guru and the statue of Buddha. It is starting to sound like a temple. One way to get rid of attachment is to literally get rid of it. For those undertaking a transfer, physical to astral, these matters become an issue. When your mind becomes aesthetic, it likes to be empty, then pregnant with possibilities. In some ways, it is like a monastery, but you are the top abbot and authority. I can't stop thinking of a library, but even if so, the number of books would be intensely curated and limited to the grand final spiritual canon. Once everything is final, it might come close to what you already have. DS Poem, January 10th, hashtag minimalism. That's the noise of existence. You can hear the tennis balls and the rumble, the general rumble of life in the physical plane. I prefer to read that poem again. My minimalist apartment poem poem I imagine an experiment in minimalism using quantum physics I get a room and put inside just a bed and a piano I could just meditate, read books and play the piano despite its simplicity should still be aesthetic. The windows should face the east to catch the sunrise because I get up very early and need to set my clock, which is my body. My time is readjusted dynamically with the weather and the season. Strictly speaking, I would have no music, music scores, so have to compose music, but I could get scores and books from the library. Clutter could be allowed if I don't own it, and it is temporary and on loan. Like everything actually is, there would be a bathtub, a shower, and a potty. You could have a subaton for meditation. You could have a large wrap around Walshaw for meditation like an Indian. I assume the room is probably cold. You could have a yoga mat and a knee pad that you keep in the lobby. You could have guest zabutans in the lobby for visitors. Now it is beginning to sound like a yoga studio.
where you check your shoes and iPhone in the lobby. Designing kitchen that is insanely simple is another matter. You should be able to make Senka green tea so you need water and electricity. Your home could be constructed philosophically by starting empty and utilizing principles. It could be done consciously and base simple. They have special beds in Japan. They have Wensway consultants. But you could just be in touch with your own chi. You could take the time to silence your mind. You could stare at your third eye instead of your phone. You could have old-fashioned... You could have an old-fashioned journal with a pencil. Uh-huh. Yeah, what was the thing about the pencil? You could listen to music, which is eternal. You could have a picture of your guru and a statue of Buddha. It is starting to sound like a temple. (laughs) One way to get rid of attachment is to literally get rid of it. Oh, that's one way. One way to get rid of attachment is to literally get rid of it. For those undertaking a transfer, like physical to astral, these matters become an issue. When your mind becomes becomes aesthetic, it likes to be empty, then pregnant with possibilities. In some ways, it is like a monastery, but you are the top abbot and authority. Yeah. I could have a go to a monastery, but I would have to be the abbot. <laughs> I can't stop thinking of a library, but even so, the number of books would be intensely curated and limited to the grand final spiritual canon. <laughs> Once everything is final, it might come close to that, to what you already have. Huh. Yeah, it's come out to being uh, what I have. It's funny. Because I have a bed and a piano. And I have facing east window and a sabotan. And, uh, huh. You have a Buddha? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, so that's that poem again, uh, an interesting poem uh, the way it turned out to be true my how I in a way got my minimalist apartment why are you reading these poems what don't you have anything better to do on on a Friday night I mean I understand it's very hot out and it's natural to stay in, but what happened? Did your mind run out of ammunition? Well, <laughs> so you had to resort to reading your poems. <laughs> your mind runs out of ammunition. That's the title of this next poem, January 10th. Poem. If you meditate over two hours, your mind runs out of ammunition and you win the war simply by attrition. Oh, Oh, okay.
Okay, interesting point. If you meditate over two hours, your mind runs out of ammunition and you win the war simply by attrition. Oh, is that why uh, you're reading, podcasting your poems that your mind ran out of ammunition? Uh, Yeah. It is like rubbing your knees. Eventually, they bend in submission. The thing that needs engineering is your time schedule. The gift of cosmic ignition should not be underestimated or underutilized. It should be realized. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Interesting short little poem. I think it's true, too. I like these little poems. And it's all very true. When you sub bent your knees should, should bend into submission to this poem. Uh-huh. So this poem says, Your mind runs out of ammunition. If you meditate over two hours, your mind runs out of ammunition. And you win the war simply by attrition. It is like rubbing your knees. Eventually they bend in submission. The thing that needs engineering is your time schedule. The gift of cosmic ignition should not be underestimated or underutilized. It should be realized. DS poem, hashtag meditation, hashtag poem. Why is there no photo? Yeah, the photos weren't working or something. That was called Your Mind Runs Out of Ammunition. Why do you describe your third eye as a wormhole? Does it seem like that? Or... This poem of January 10th says, My third eye is a wormhole. Hmm. Hmm. Is there a hole in it or is there a oh. uh, poem? My third eye is a wormhole with Darshan Singh at the other side. Yeah, it's a lot of uh, material in a line here. My third eye is a wormhole with Darshan Singh at the other side. The number of metaphors I have for meditation is a trillion. Oh, I thought it was only, you said it was a thousand metaphors, so how did it get to a trillion? The number of metaphors I have for meditation is a trillion, so I have two trillion lines of poetry. I can change the structure of my brain to be one that concentrates. It is probably only my outward action that becomes spooky. Your outward action is spooky? I was supposed to study quantum physics, but forgot to. Was that one of your other quantum states where you did not study quantum physics? Yeah. My reading capacity is limited to only five to ten books. Yeah, I've only seen you read between five and ten. Lately you've read less. What does that imply? Uh, I am training my soul to go out of the body. It takes regular practice like you are in the Olympics. (laughs) Yeah, you're 
what was happening? Was the Olympics going on, or are they going on now? Well, hashtag poem, hashtag third eye, hashtag sandarshansig, hashtag poetry, hashtag quantum physics, hashtag spooky action at a distance, hashtag reading, hashtag regular practice, hashtag meditation. That's a nice poem. It's short. I read it again. My third eye is a wormhole with Darshan Singh at the other side. The number of metaphors I have for meditation is a trillion. So I have two billion lines of two trillion lines of poetry. I can change the structure of my brain to be one that concentrates. It is probably only my outward action that becomes spooky. I was supposed to study quantum physics but forgot to. My reading capacity is limited to only five to ten books. I am training my soul to go out of the body. It takes regular practice like you are in the Olympics. So that's if you want to have your third eye or find the wormhole in your third eye. So you could say my third eye is a wormhole. You said it was Friday night and uh, you had nothing to do and you don't have many friends and it's too hot. and uh, So you could meditate. <laughs> Are you going to meditate? Yeah, I, I think I should make some uh, Earl Grey tea or something and I could meditate. Because... Yeah, doesn't your mind need recalibration? No, you need recharging in about 10 hours. Yeah, yeah, after. You were out playing tennis and swimming and, and stuff. Uh, so, okay. Next poem is, says exactly that. You could meditate. January 9th. Poem. Imagine you were moving on to your next chapter and leaving the body to prepare for your next incarnation. Huh. Wow. I have to imagine that. Imagine you were moving on to your next chapter and leaving the body to prepare for your next incarnation. You could simply leave your attachment to your old story behind and unwind. Yeah, I could, I could do that. I, I could leave my attachment to my old story behind. Or I could leave everything behind. Or I could leave all my detachments and unwind. You could go to a monastery on the inner plains and read all the time. You could pick out a beautiful landscape. You could pretend you were or even meet William Blake. There would be no more need to hesitate. You could meditate. Uh Yeah, so you could meditate. Well, I'm glad you're inspired and you can go and meditate. You can make some tea and meditate this evening. Okay.